It is 2323. What does that mean? That means it is February 3rd, 2023. 2323. And uh, if that doesn't make common sense, I don't know what does. Uh, everything else will hear in a bit because we are at Common Sense Ohio at the Roundtable Channel 511 Studio C. The um, the typical crew is here, and we're just churning out the episodes at a an alarming weekly rate, bringing you a common sense perspective on Ohio news that also coincidentally happens to impact the entire world. And how do I know that? Well, because people all over the globe are listening to us and giving us feedback. So uh, if you're ready for your weekly dose of common sense, uh, here it comes. At the table, we got uh, Brett is back, Circle 270 Media, making podcasts happen. And Norm, Norm the racer, I'm going to call him like Speed Racer. Here we go. Let's go, Speed Racer. I can't remember (laughs) the next time. Uh, uh, although I'm more like Racer X, I'm the mysterious older brother, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. who's been scarred, right? I was been thinking scarred. of like the Phantom Menace from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> My pronouns are still he, him, uh, and uh, I love everybody. All right. Well, with that backdrop, let's get right at it. Common Sense Ohio, We uh, the typical format, if you haven't figured it out, is Norm brings with him these like stacks of papers. Uh, <laughs> All in some organized, I'm sure, fashion, and uh, he just throws out the topics. We get to talk. It's easy for us. Well, uh, let's, uh, in keeping with uh, the racing theme, um, we might as well start out with some uh, celebratory news for uh, Ohio racing fans, um, or Ohio fans in general. Just if you're a fan of the state of Ohio, it's uh, really cool that uh, this past weekend, uh, for 24 hours, Michael Shank Racing, based in Pataskala, Ohio, uh, won the 24 hours of Daytona in the top class, running in the new IMSA uh, GTP class, or I should say the resurrected GTP class, and um, took that bad boy, uh, his three racers, um, uh, who um, who uh, did shifts, um, for 24 hours, ran from pole position uh, to the checker flag, unchallenged. Well, they were challenged. They finished, I think, six seconds ahead of the second um, uh, Acura Honda in their class, uh, which was, I think, a Penske entry or Chip Ganassi. One, no, no, what Penske's doing Porsches. So it would have been Chip Ganassi in the other uh, Acura. Is six seconds a big Big win. Sorry, Wayne Taylor. Got that wrong. Uh, Wayne Taylor. uh, Six seconds after 24 hours of racing, that's considered... It sounds big to me. That's considered pretty tight. Now, in one of the classes a little further down, um, in LMP2 is the name of that class, the next class down, the margin of victory was .016 seconds Holy cow. See, you, so you they finished that, like nose to nose like you know a guy made a pass coming out of the last turn at daytona and pulled up on this guy and and literally beat him by like six inches wow so it's almost like the guy wasn't paying attention at the finish line <laughs> he think. got he got blocked a little bit by lo- slower traffic and the guy in second place who ended up in first uh, use some drafting techniques. I was going to ask you some draft yeah, stuff there. Yeah. That sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of uh, Daryl, you know, uh, uh-huh. d- a little Daryl or, or, or uh, gosh, Daryl, <laughs> yeah, Earnhardt or yeah. uh, Daryl Waltrip uh, kind of action. You know, a little stock car move there where he he tucked in behind the lead car 
um, and then pulled out just before the finish line. It was incredible. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Uh, One of the guys driving for Michael Shank, uh, which won the GTP class, is um, South American Helio Castroneves. And Helio, uh, you guys might remember, um, you probably do, uh, was part of, he won uh, with Michael the 2021 Indy 500. Hmm. So they are going back as a team to, in a different car, of course, it's an open, you know, open wheel car, not, not the IMSA car, but that same team is also entered in this year's Indy 500. So, hey, they are turning into a real powerhouse right here in Ohio. Nice. You know, like the old Ray Hall the days. Old, yeah. You know? yeah. This is this is amazing to me because uh, as, I, as you were sitting here talking, I was like, well, what does this have to do with Ohio? I mean, obviously, you have the Ohio Racers, but it dawned on me, there are so many professional athletes and big names in different areas that have come from Ohio, right? And oh, you've huge. Got, like, just think racing. The Ray Hall crew it's is right the, here in Central Ohio. Yeah, it's off the hook, you got, right? You got Jack Nicholas. Yeah. You've got uh, Joe Burrow now. Sure. Showing up big. Pete, uh, Pete Rose Pete from Rose. Cincinnati. Le- I mean, it's... LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. You know. I mean, um, yeah. the GOAT, right, in basketball, right? You yeah. Know? They yeah. say, some. you know, some people say Michael Jordan. I, I don't know. Archie Griffin. Yeah. He yeah. was a washout in the NFL, but yeah, well, he had a couple good seasons with the Bengals, but he wasn't big enough. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he was a college runner. Yeah, I mean, runner. he was a lightweight guy, short. You know, that that that's tough. You need you need mm-hmm. to be you know you need to be a bull in the NFL. Yeah, back in those days, particularly, it was a different oh, yeah. type, it was a different yeah. style of offense. But, oh um, well, especially with Paul Brown coaching the Bengals, you hand the ball off. Right, and, and run it's a running, middle. yeah, yeah run who's, the middle, yeah. I mean, who's throwing the football? It, it took Kenny Anderson to come along before Kenny the Anderson. before they <laughs> really. I mean, if Kenny, kind of like Joe Burrow, if Kenny Anderson had had a front line his entire career, you know, he didn't really get one until Anthony Munoz came along, but Kenny Anderson could have been, you know, off the hook. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. From Ohio. Yeah, yeah, there you go. From I mean, Miami, I mean, there's right? just, Miami of Ohio. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch. I mean, there's, we're shortchanging a lot of people. Sure. You know, yeah, but this is just off the top of our heads. Yeah, right. so, right. yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's off the hook. And I'm sure, gosh, there was that Daryl guy that won archery in the Olympics for like four Olympics in a row. So you just went to like an Olympic archery guy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, four gold medals. Well, look, dude. I'm not discounting his achievements, but well, that's I mean, not a guy I would remember. Yeah, 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 but I mean, you know, there's a there's a goat in another discipline, so to speak. So, yeah, it's pretty. Ohio's pretty off the hook. Well, and you get the uh, was the OSU female uh, basketball player yeah, who did sure. really well. What right, was her name from um, yeah. Southern Ohio. She yeah. can't think of her name, but yeah, I mean, getting into the female realm yep. of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yep. tons. Wow, even female astronauts, which wow. from Ohio. So. Well, and Neil Armstrong. Neil, up in Wapak. John Glenn, John Glenn, mm-hmm. yeah. Curtis LeMay, World War II hero. Uh, Paul Tibbetts, Paul, World War yeah. II hero. Founded uh, uh, the um, gosh out of Port Columbus, Executive Air. Mm-hmm. Here's, so, what, here's what we got to do. And this I, the idea just came to me. We need a, a, a the website, of course, for those who haven't looked it up yet, is commonsenseohioshow.com. But we have to have a section for famous Ohioans. Yeah. And uh, and even infamous, infamous, or yeah, just yeah. infamous famous yeah. lines. And, I, and I'm inviting all the listeners to contribute here. So send us some, send us your feedback on who the famous and infamous Ohioans, and we can cover one a day or something like that, or one per show. Sure. And just say, hey, look, this guy's interesting. He did yada, cool. yada yada yada. So right, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. The guy who ate people, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. Dahmer. Yeah, he was an Ohioan. Great Ohioan. Yeah, 
A Jesus. good good quality guy. <laughs> yeah. Good quality guy. So yeah. we, we, we boast the we, <laughs> he, he, sorry. He I'm sorry. Uh, right like one of the most famous ter- serial yeah, killers I, I of know. all time. Yes. Hails from Ohio. I know. I'm sorry. And it, on a and on a high note on that one. Right. <laughs> and Norm I think loves Charlie everybody. I think Charlie Manson. I'm not sure where Cincinnati, he was. I think. <laughs> well, Northern Kentucky or Cincinnati, he was. Let's, yeah, g- right. let's give him Northern he, Kentucky. I think, <laughs> I think he was in a. I think he was in like a juvenile detention center in Cincinnati at some yeah, point. Right. So Ohio makes it big yet again <sighs> on the serial, serial killer front. For yeah. God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry again. <laughs> um, we should talk. Uh, following up a story that we did in a previous show, I think two weeks ago. Uh, where the accuracy and media people uh, went around clandestinely um, filming school officials and teachers and admins about their hidden CRT policies. Um, They released another video, this one featuring Kettering local schools, where the admin admitted on video that uh, allowing boys who just who just assert without any biological you know change to them that they feel like they're a girl today uh, when they go into the lavatory. He said this on film that they're ninety percent of them are doing it to get a free show. Quote, well, of unquote. course, right? I mean, so look. like, dude. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you can't. Like you can't tell. Well, what it's, can I say? I mean, it's. It, I think it's illegal what they're doing to to have a policy of the school board that reads such and such. But then they have a secret policy to work with woke parents to allow things to happen that are not. It's cool. so crazy because people would be like, like you just said, I think it's illegal. Well, why would that be illegal? Because nobody would ever think of something so absurd to actually have to pass a law to make that illegal. Right. It's like, look, I mean, I only be by school board policy. No, I understand. That's how. But the, what I'm yeah, saying is, true. it's against the rules. You would think, <clears throat> yes, sir. some rule. Except, why would anybody ever promulgate such a rule that if your kid right. comes into school and says, "I happen to be a girl today," right. that you wouldn't reach out to the parents and say, "Hey, right. look, we got a problem with little Joey. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure what's going on, but we just wanted to bring it to, like for every moment of time." in public schooling until now. Yes. That it, would right. never have happened. It's such a moving target on how to handle it. Right. right. What it's to do so with it. It's stupid. It, it, it's very difficult. I mean, so it, we're just not going to tell the parents. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, it's like... Who, it's yeah. like that's a good idea. It's I, like thinking that's that... That's never you, a good idea. It's never that's, a good idea. That, that's never It's like, screw idea. you. You think I don't know how to raise my kids? Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, and, you know, feeding into that is a story down in Xenia, yeah. Ohio, at the YMCA down there. Um, it, this is almost an exact outcome of this sort of bizarre thinking. Chappelle, by the way, is from Ohio, and he's from that area. Yes, he is. Magnet, Certainly. Yeah. Yellow, Springs, Yellow Springs, I think, is where he lives. So, I'm skipping a jump from Xenia. Oh, yeah, right yeah. there, man. Um, there is uh, a situation down there where a naked 31-year-old man uh, who had made multiple uh, visits to the YMCA uh, over the course of a year and a half so since September of 2021, and I think the last incident was November of 2022, uh, has been charged with a fourth degree misdemeanor of public indecency. And what he, what he was, again, not biologically altered. He's got all his tackle and he was just naked in the girls' locker room and three underage girls 
over the course of this period of time had been making complaints. And finally, it caught the attention of a local prosecutor and the police took it seriously after a period of time. I don't know why it took a year and a half, but obviously somebody decided that this was serious enough. The YMCA announced, now this is really contradictory. The YMCA there in Xenia announced that they will comply with legal mandates, but yet they stated on the record, and I quote, they refuse to categorize people by their birth identity and assign lockers accordingly. So their solution is, if you're a guy like this, the way you avoid public indecency charges is when you're in the girls' locker room, you remain clothed. But isn't the whole point of a locker room? Isn't that voyeurism? Yeah, I mean, you can I mean, turn it into that. I mean, you guess you could look at it as such. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. picturing Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. He's a peeping Tom. Right. Yeah. But right. In, in classic, you know, Orwellian doublespeak, the YMCA says that they will maintain their members' uh, members' privacy and safety. So you don't have to see the guy's big, throbbing Johnson. Right. But, but he gets to look at you anyway. But, but And, you know, your kid's going to that Xenia YMCA six, seven years old. That's a great g- girl. Going to walk in there. Oh, kids. we're talking kids. Kids. Underage. Going to walk Underage. in and see big old Johnny Johnson come in, well, how? To, trying to decide that day what he wants to be or he's changing. Right. So you think the creepy pervert is going to say, all right, it's not morally right for me to lie about the fact that I'm really a man. So I'm not going to do that. Of course, he's not going to do that. He's going to do whatever he can lawfully to get away with getting himself off, which is look, look he's got his own sickness. Yeah. Fine. Get him, right. get help. Yeah. But this is absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. And I, I to, guess to, I'm trying to think of, okay, so a uh, young girl goes swimming. She's got chlorine on her. She's going to go take a shower in the locker room, freshen up, you know, change into street clothes so she can go be with her girlfriends or go to school or whatever she's doing. Maybe she's on the swim team. She's there at six in the morning. I don't know, but whatever. So at some point, she's got to get naked to get dressed. Right. There's creepy John Johnson right there. And yeah. the YMCA saying the solution is to stay clothed in the locker room. I, I got to tell you. Duh. This is this is absurd. It's absurd. It this is. is this is I cannot believe that this is even a public debate. This Can is, you imagine I, how afraid a, an underage girl has to be with a 31-year-old guy in there? Right. I remember and, as a and, kid. The, and the parents having to deal with that situation of talking to their kids. 6, 7, 8, yeah, nine, there's I a weird guy. It could be 11, 12-year-old girl. Exactly. I would go ballistic. Come on. I, look, I was a guy, so I, I do appreciate that guys have different uh risk assessments than gals do got news from, for you Steve. Creepers. you're still a guy yeah you, uh, you right. said you were a guy <laughs> right. i'm just helping you well how do you know how i do <laughs> I, I gotta tell you it depends it depends on whether i want to go into a girl's locker room so but as a, as a young boy we had a membership at the ymca and i you know we would go work out or all family would split up and then we would you know i would shower right. do whatever in right. the locker room sure and like i'm trying to put myself in, in a in a little girl's yeah position there and if yeah. there's a creepy guy it would be very, very disturbing. For yes. sure, man. I mean, it would For be sure. like off For the sure. hook disturbing. For sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, and I get the YMCA. They, they, they are a very welcoming community. They want all walks of life in Great. there. I, it's I get, awesome. We need I that. Get exactly. But it's like, you got to start drawing the line Yeah. in those restrooms, in those dressing rooms. you got to stop Either this. that or we're going to start building, you know, four, five, eight, 20 different locker rooms. 
for yeah, every right. kind of Well, you've got weird... the Creepo locker room, and then you got everybody else's locker room. <laughs> yeah. So you got the two locker rooms that, that 99% of the people want. Yeah, I mean, come and on. And then you got the Creepazoid locker room, and guess what? Nobody's going into the Creepazoid locker room because the Creepazoids want to go into the girls' locker room. Well, this is the because same. that's how they identify. That's number how they one, identify, that's, right. that's what they're going to right. say. It's like they're I'm not going in there fair. because you're flagging me as a transgender right. person. If I go and in I that room, say, exactly. I didn't say trans locker room. I said Creepazoid locker room right. because the Creepazoids are the ones that are acting like they're trans. Look, I have a problem with the with with all of it. But sure, this particular scenario is if I'm a creeper and I want to go be a peeping tom and I want to do it without getting in trouble, all I have to do is yeah. tell the YMCA, I'm a woman. Yeah, that's it. Right? right. That, I'm that's a woman. It. So look, I'm not even sure you have to say that. That guy is not going into the other locker room. Yeah. He's just not going to go to the YMCA. Well, you know, that begs the point, too. How do you, how does the Y even address this? Okay, you know, so let's say I'm, I'm changing. Right. Yeah. All Sex. Right. So is you okay. wake up today so and Brett, you're right. I'm just, I'm deciding I just don't want the junk anymore. So I got to transition, but I'm still going to the Y because I want my body in good shape. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell the front desk, I, I want to go in the girls' women's changing room. How does that even happen? Do you think, uh, do, they, do you have to wear a, Bundy, a bracelet or something? Or, or Manson or Gacy. Or any, yeah, Gacy. Do you think they would be <laughs> somehow uh, um, deterred? From lying? No. Yeah. <laughs> right, come dude. on. It's like, no. Come, right. come right. on. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. And look, I've represented folks of all walks of life. I, sure. They all deserve a defense. We can have that debate whenever sure. you want. And I love but, all of them. But, yeah. but there are people I've represented that I would not be comfortable. No. I would not be comfortable with them so. having access to the girls' locker room. Steve, right. you're you're just like a surgeon. You, you, your clients come in off the, you know, from all walks of life and they are who they are and you're defending them. This is the thing that my, a lot of people don't understand about defense attorneys. They don't select their clients, so to speak. The clients select an attorney. The attorney then can take the case or not based on their availability or whatever. But it's just like surgery. If I'm going in for heart surgery, the doctor doesn't know if I'm on death row or if I'm a uh, if I'm a celebrated uh, you know priest. Well, and as I said, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter. How do you represent those kids? It's like, well, look, if I didn't, I'd be broke. Yeah, because it's not. The, and they, we set yeah. this country up that they're they they're allowed sure. to have a defense. Sure, because it could this, be wrong of what they're whole, charged with. This whole thing about uh, gender assignment is is really up in the air right now as we all know and like you've got the uh and getting to self-select whenever you want well you got the ncaa debating whether or not to have a, a third or a fourth you know swim meet so you will have you know traditional males traditional females which is you know hey and then the coin tossers and, yeah and then you're going to have you know people that have transitioned but like brett says they're going to say that that's a you know a violation of their civil rights because you know i'm just as you know a, a, a trans man you know like that swimmer uh you know who, who beat everybody who beat all the women is going to be with you know with his tackle right he hasn't been operated on he's he's you know it's just hormones or whatever and he's beating all these women he is going to say you're violating my civil rights by not allowing me to swim in a swim meet against quote other women but he's not a woman 
It's all about the definitions. Look, this is a this is the ridiculous right. extension. Of Meanwhile, this China's kicking our idea ass. <laughs> of this postmodernist idea that, right. that everything is relative. Right. So when you start with this idea that morality is relative, that right. that everything is about definitions. You see blue, it's really red. Yeah. Uh, I see red, you see blue, and yeah. how can you tell me it's not red? Or but it's like when, yeah. when you operate in a world where there is no definitive definitions, where there's no objective reality, you end up with this lunacy. Right. right. And I think. Going back to the common sense of it, it's that repercussions of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, allow it to happen. Great. Red is blue. What does that mean, though? Eventually, you end up with a breakdown of any sort of agreement on anything right. in society. So a stoplight. Red is green. Green is red. I'm going to so, run it because so I'm going to run it. I so, saw red. So and there are repercussions right. for all these things. So, we just had to draw the line of demarcation going, no more. No more. Nah. No. You know, no. I, now, now, this is Norm. You know, I guess I'm some kind of conspiratorial guy, but- you know, conspiracy guy. But, you know, at the same time, it is true that America is hugely distracted right now with a lot of silly issues, you know, gender assignment, uh, my, you know, cops are out. You know, we know about the thing in Memphis. It totally blows up well, the narrative about, you know, it's white cops out there hunting down black kids. I mean, we, so that's all crap. And, and, and that's been exploited since Ferguson, you know, hands up, don't shoot, which the guy never said, right? And it never happened. And the black jury in Ferguson acquitted the white cop. All of this is contra. All the facts are contra to the narrative. And we're doing this thing. You know, we got fentanyl coming in from China via Mexico. We've got all of this stuff happening in our domestic society. And meanwhile... China is kicking our ass economically, and it looks like what the Air Force General said, 2025, we're going to have a war with those yeah. people. Well, see, and we're in a hot war with with the Russia right now. Tanks. Here, here's what's interesting yeah. is that you, you wonder, it makes me think of like the Hunger Games. We're being diverted. You know, where, where you've got all these elites whose lives have become so easy that they get obsessed over nonsense. Yes. This total irrational nonsense. Like the guys in Davos, Switzerland. Right. The WEF that just met. Yeah. And they have all these weird ideas like yeah. their ultimate the world goal, economic form. You're talking about. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Their ultimate goal. Klaus Schwab said, quote, their ultimate goal is for people to own nothing and yet be happy. Yeah. That's their goal. Right. So you know what that is? That's Stalin. Let's yes. just kill him. I mean, it's, I mean, go read. Go, go read about wow. what Stalin did. Right. Yeah. So this is so like they they've be everybody got so comfortable that now this is a debate. But here's what's interesting to me: is I don't I I only think it's the elites. I think I think the heart of this country, the middle of this country, Ohio uh, also, but beyond Ohio, like like most of the people, even in probably California, will look at stuff like this and say this is stupid. But we realize everybody's just going along with it, and you know, yada 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 yada. Yeah, and I got to get to work. I got to get to work. They, right. Like nobody is going to hang their hat of. Uh, nobody's going to draw the line, make this the pivot point of of everything. Right. But then the media blows it up, and now all of a sudden, if you don't agree, you feel uh, chastised, or you're stupid, or you're racist, or you're sexist, or or that you don't spend time talking about it. You don't spend you enough don't, time talking about uh, it. Right? You don't uh, have respect for it. I guess it's yeah. not yeah. enough not to agree anymore. It's not enough not even to say anything anymore because then you get you get beat down. So I think people are just sort of in their little corners or hiding and saying, "I'm not going to involve in that mess." I don't. Well, do they're it. very afraid yeah. when they hear that the FBI is monitoring Twitter. 
and Facebook it's, it's, and, and, and going to shut down certain posts or themes or memes that they want to bring up. It's like Nero. These people have run the politics into the ground. So now yeah. they're just, now what do they do? They create spectacles so that people can, it's just, it's so insane. It's yeah, so they, insane. they tell parents at those Virginia school board meetings that the FBI is looking into you as a domestic terrorist because you want to go to the school board and complain. I think it was somebody. On so, so doesn't that then dampen down people's enthusiasm you bet, you bet. to sure go back to their school board? You, you know, bet. because because the communication is well, we're we're counting noses just like we did. You know, we the January six tapes. We're we're we've got our film and we're identifying faces. facial wreck and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. lunacy. It's man. lunacy, it's man. Lunacy. I'm working on cases involving crime that they don't even come close to using those techniques. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. so insane. Wow. It's and so then they insane. charge them with trespassing. It, right. For, like, really? I mean, we're just talking about, we're not talking about people who are destroying anything, mm-hmm. doing anything wrong or whatever. They're just sort of like walking around like, what the hell is going right. on here? This guard like let me in. It's like the RV show and all of a sudden you're following the crowd. Well, the guard's holding the door. Right. You know, and, and, and so, you know, Joe Blow on vacation to go see Trump talk and his wife they, they waddle into the Capitol building. indicted. And they look around at the pictures, and they snap a couple uh, and uh, selfies, home. and they go home, and, they, and then they get indicted. Right. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's crazy, it's man. It's so insane. Well, I, I guess to that point, I guess it's, start, it's starting to melt out that luckily they are just – it's just trespassing. Lot, you know, I, yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, because that's all it should be. That's some all, of it. It shouldn't even be that, frankly. But yeah. Because uh, if it, they're let in, then that's permission. That's, they're that's ruining true. people's yeah. lives. But, 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 but yes, it's, it's not yes. ruining people's lives. And this is the point, and it yeah. is. It, it is a good thing that they're only getting charged with trespassing some some sort of treason or huge, insurrection. Oh yeah, ruin, but, really, really ruining your life stuff. Yeah. But anybody who has been accused of a crime will understand this. <clears throat> it. Is it, it becomes everything that you've ever had to deal with in your life times fifty or a hundred oh, because it, it it succumbs you and then something like this where you've got to go you're going to be on Front Street you're going to be on National Front Street on trial because you happen to be there and walk in as a tourist right and uh, you know look you could say well if I were there I wouldn't have gone in and and maybe you wouldn't have but, right. it, but lots of people did without any sort of intent to do anything other than just like follow the crowd and say yeah. well this is interesting I read I'm about to see what's going on here yeah I know this isn't Ohio but it kind of is I because people from Ohio went there but I, I know of a 46 year old physician from California read his story uh, he treated Ashley Babbitt after she was shot. He went into the Capitol building with his medical bag. Okay. He's mm-hmm. a doctor. He's an anesthesiologist specifically. And he rendered first aid trying was to. Was it like the traditional black bag? Yeah, it was. That's awesome. It was. Yeah. And he, he was forcibly disassociated, shoved away from treating her. He treated her for a couple of minutes. And then one of the bully guys, you know, one of the Capitol police or whatever, you know, the guy shouting, I'm a doctor. I'm treating this woman's going to bleed out. They shoved him away. Right. And he, he, you know, back out of the building and he asked the same cop who shoved him out, could you go back and get my black bag so I can treat other injured people? The the cop did give him his bag back, but now he's been charged with trespassing and all of this ridiculous. I'll take the case. He's saving. I'll take the case. Honestly. Yes. Doctor, call me. Yeah. I'll take the case. You know, and and I think we've touched upon this before too, but hopefully in the end, this cluster F will be figured out. Who protects what there? Yeah, well, look. because there are there are what three, right. three, three 
protecting parties that should have been National Guard, the, you know, the cops and that are look, there on site. There's it's, a lot it, it's like of, a cluster after there. Yeah. It's like so many things. It's like everything in these kind of scenarios. There are so many factors, a multifaceted analysis that has to happen, except yeah. the media will only engage in one. Right. One, right. And that's the problem with it. it do, right. It's not like like the people who broke in and ransacked offices, well, they obviously they should be treated differently mm-hmm. than the people who didn't do that. For sure. Yeah. And Actual vandalism. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, look, I could, I could see myself in that crowd, like walking in like, for well, sure. This is interesting. Absolutely. And, and this sort of I want to be a witness to And just this. watching this stuff. Right. I could easily see that. Absolutely. And I see that as a complete distinction to the person who's breaking into Pelosi's office and stealing her laptop. Right. Right. I, I can see them. Yeah. And, right. and nobody else will. If you can't see that, you're irrational. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's irrational. Exactly. Right. And, and probably, well, you hear stories, 90, 80, 90% of them feel guilty for doing what they did. They got caught up in it. They got, but they shouldn't even feel guilty. Frankly, they were there. They were voicing whatever concerns they had whatever, at whatever the moment. Political yes. point they had at the time. Right. Yeah, and they were essentially let in, or they followed right. the crowd in. It so is look, a public building, for I, I God's say, sakes, right? Right. right. I mean, and I would say, and if the doors open and it's a public building, if I go down here to our state capital, to the rotunda down yep. here in Columbus, right, and the doors open, right, what? Why would I think I'm not allowed to walk in? Well, I guess that's yeah. a good question. That building isn't during that specific time of the voting. The, the, Look, the building's not locked down. I, and, I guess, and, right? And I don't know. I, I guess I would assess it this way: Cri- most crime like this requires some degree of mental culpability. You have to have some intent, and and it matters what somebody's intent was. Yeah. So if I'm just walking in, I I wouldn't necessarily feel guilty about that. I'd be like, "Well, oh, crap! I shouldn't have done that." But I wouldn't. I would be like, "Yeah, but I understand why I did it," and I would. It probably could happen again, you know, and that's different than. Well, a I see a capital. I see a capital policeman holding the door open. Right now, that, like now, I guess I can walk in. Then that wasn't the case for everybody. No, of but course that's the not. case for some for people. For some people, sure, and they're different. They're and that different. would be an, a huge they part be of their defense with a crime. Yeah. They should not mm-hmm. even be charged with a crime. And well, that's where prosecutorial discretion comes in. And that's where the Justice Department is compromised. I feel like these are political prosecutions. And that scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Mo- all right. Moving on. Yeah. Well, all right, moving yeah. on. Let's talk a little bit about Governor DeWine's state of the state. Um, <laughs> it. Uh, okay. So this is my biased. He's the weirdest dude I've ever seen, by the yeah, way. He is He's totally so weird. weird looking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. All right. You know, okay. Cut that out. You and your Lilliputian jokes are are forthcoming here pretty soon. I didn't say anything about Well, he's vertically like, challenged. Go- Let's put- I'm not. I'm not. Look, and he has Coke bottle cat glasses. Okay, I got it. Uh, he's no. just. He's, he's weird. And when he told me we have the tools, we can do it again. It's like, no, you don't have the tools. You're forcing us to quit work. Man, anyway, go man, ahead. my partner of 55 years, Fran. Right it's pretty here. good, actually. Uh, but it, it, okay, so he gave the state of the state this week. Um, and essentially this is, is he related to Gordon Gee? <laughs> he might be a twin, but, but here is my, here okay, is my, we will never have DeWine as a guest. Will we? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that you'd no. ever want him necessarily. I know you would explain why you shut down my business. I know you would. Right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, this is just like uh, Trump getting interviewed by CNN, which he did. So yeah. come yeah. into our lion's den, Governor DeWine. We would love to have you here. Uh, I'm a fellow Republican, and I will launch a broadside at you, buddy. But let me tell you something. This was Governor Santa Claus 
this week. The state of the state was nothing but, hey, we are awash in tax dollars. Give it uh, back. It, 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 yeah, but we're not oh, going to give it back. We will in specific ways. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. I am, so all he did was announce for an hour of this program and that program, since the state is real fat right now with money, how he's going to increase this and increase Do that. Do we have a savings account? It was just Does the government have a savings account? That rainy day rainy account day apparently fund. is. Right, yeah. Let's keep it. It's not raining. Well, I think look, you're if you're not going to give it back, at least keep it in the same. Well, your account. first impulse was the right one. Um, well, look, but I, I get we're it. Over, a- we're overtaxed in this state. We are, we are at the top of states that tax their citizens. We're one of the most egregious taxers, and that's why when Intel or Amazon or Google or whoever comes into Ohio, uh, the state of Ohio gives away the store. Right. Because they have to overcome our heavy taxation in this state. But our between our income tax, our sales taxes, uh, our our city taxes, uh, city income taxes, our school district income taxes, uh, our excise taxes. It, it just goes on and on and on how heavily we're taxed here that Ohio is not very competitive unless for a corporation they give away the store. And, you know, that's what they've been doing. But some of the some of the things, for example, uh, DeWine points out the obvious that 40 percent of our public school students are not proficient in reading. For example, he goes on about how, you know, pregnant mothers in the inner city need help. And he, he goes through this list of terrible truths about Ohio and then I turn around and say, but yeah, Governor, you caused yeah, like a bunch of Yeah, what's the cause that. of all this nonsense? You're Governor Mask. Let's talk about whole so, language reading and why these kids can't read. So mm-hmm. he has something that he has ca- called, Steve, and you may be able to break this down, and it's in quotes if you read the transcript of the State of the State. There is a program he calls Science of Reading, quote, Science of Reading, unquote. It's some kind of proprietary reading program and i'll bet it involves also looking at the face of a teacher while they're enunciating words no he's governor mask no this this guy can stand up and take a bow here's my guess for some of ohio's children not being able to read or speak correctly yeah i i would love to i don't know anything about science of reading but i'm gonna guess i'm gonna hate it because it's not for for years and years and years ohio took this position that we're not going to teach phonetics phonetics any longer so it's not sounded out and see the words like you described norm it's memorize a bunch of words and then hopefully you'll be able to read yeah and that's called whole language reading it failed miserably and now we got a generation of kids or a percentage of them that can't freaking read and dewine's proud of it and i'm going to guess he's doubling down with science of reading program because here's the bottom line anybody who's ever taught somebody to read or anybody who learned to read like in our era you can read right and if you can't like and, and guess what you can get better at it by reading more Right. You know, right, it's right. it's an amazing how it works. Well, right, no, so uh, so I looked the science of reading up. Go ahead. Okay. Go, Brett. The science of reading is the converging evidence of what matters and what works in literacy instruction, organized around models that describe how and why. Yeah. So this is a bunch of bullshit. This is a bunch of whole language nonsense trying to trying to salvage this notion that whole language reading worked. I'm guessing. So everybody, yeah. look, this is not me acting as you want to bet. Fran found this online. I am guessing. I am guessing. <laughs> but, well, it's a phonological awareness, phonics and word recognition, fluency, so this is vocabulary a, and oral language comprehension, 
text comprehension. This is a this is this is their trying to combine whole language reading with phonetics and or like phonics. It. And I tell you what, there's a program out there called Orton Gillingham, and it works. And it works for dyslexic kids. It works for kids who aren't dyslexic. And when anybody who had the little letters on the wall of their first grade classroom, like uh, running boy, running boy, buh, 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 you know, they know how to read and they know those sounds and we all learned it. And uh, now they've ruined it for a couple generations, and now this nonsense. Uh, and I would, I would want to know who developed the program and who's getting paid. I would go into that. Exactly, exactly. Because that's always look at, with, follow right. the money. Yep. So I, Brett, that's it, exactly what I was going to go with. That. I don't, yep. I don't know if uh, on yeah. your on your research there, if it shows what company or entity. It's not in that article. Somebody's but I'll look getting around. paid. Somebody's, somebody's getting paid. Somebody's getting paid. It's a grift. Because always. yes, because and it's one of the first things in his state of the state is he talks about the science of reading. And it's in caps as if it is a trademark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so BS. Yeah. Uh, one of the most egregious things in his, uh, I mean, it's, I, it's, this is almost too disturbing for me to listen to. I get dark. I can't uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but one of the most egregious things that he's done. Right. So we have a department of family and I think it's called family and youth services, job and family service, job and family yeah. service. So, yeah, yeah. so at any rate, he is now breaking that out. He has created a new cabinet. Because that's what we need. We need another yeah. bureaucracy, another cabinet position, and it's going to be called the Department of Children and Youth Services. Okay, so well, that's, we already have county level children's services organizations. So now right. we got a state level well, children oh, and youth services. Dude, he got he got into funding those with a big increase too. Oh great. Because so, that's so what we need. Me, government raising our kids. That's be, what we need. Believe me, he hit all of them. He even hit a program called like anything that the government does called a program, I immediately turn off. It's yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to know your program. Well, he he hit, yeah. he hit on a program that I can only describe as the children's happiness program because <laughs> his way of justifying is... Here's a lollipop little girl. He got, a, he, got an, he got a letter or a text from a mother who said, my son now uh, is filling our house with uh, laughter and smiles. And I'm like, so it's the laughter and smiles program. What, what, what we, we have transferred the the oversight and the responsibility for our children by creating this huge bureaucracy and now he's going to consolidate it all under this new cabinet position all of these different programs will be brought under that uh, you know it's such, rubric it's such nonsense the, the, the government literally is raising our children now Not I mine. mean that 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 I mean, he, he even got into the point like uh, charter schools now are going to go from 500 bucks to 1000 per pupil. He's going to now th- I'm in favor of this. This this is this is right down my alley. He's going to finally the state uh, start spending back, you know, because they kind of cut it off. They're going to go back to spending more money on vocational ed, 300 million investment in things like welding, roofing automotive, diesel repair, all that kind of stuff. Well, duh, they should have been doing that all along. Well, and, and, and there should be some, you know, this is kind of soft money to a certain degree, but marketing around uh, making it cool to do this. Right. Not It's not cool to necessarily, not to take away from going to four-year colleges of big renown in the state of Ohio. Right. But, you but know it's what? not for but everybody. It's not for everybody, right. but damn, you make good money. You yeah. need and to it, get and it's a, a job. Very, you, you, got, need, you need to get a job and if, if you're not going see, to college. I, and if you I, feel I the pull to work on autom- on, on the cars, you go do it because see, you're going to be making 7500 bucks an hour. I agree, I agree yeah. with all this, but I don't think the government needs to do a damn thing. No. All they need to do is just get 
out of the way because as soon as the government takes over teaching our kids how to weld, they're going to screw it up. So if no, I, I'm saying well, no, all this a, is Steve, yeah. If there's all a this private is. welding school, they'll get it right. No, 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 dog. What what this is? I, I again. Well, you know, maybe I'm, the I'm Ivy, Ivy Tech though is an example of the opposite. Well, well, Ivy Tech on. screwed up. Hold on, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not picking but, on uh, you. But I'd like to dig into. I'm that. Not yeah, picking on okay. you, Steve. So what vocational ed is just for. Our listeners, this is not for Steve. So no, I, I, I know what you're I, talking about. I don't want it to seem like I'm attacking my my buddy here. He's attacking me. But I feel so, w- w- so it, when you're in high school back in norm days, like you know, right. you're in the seventies, joint vocational school, you yeah. could mm-hmm. you so you do you know your 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 reading, writing, arithmetic, whatever at the traditional school, and then maybe at like eleven o'clock after you've done two or three classes, you leave that school, you jump in the car or the school bus. And you go down to the Vo Ed Center, and yeah. for not for guys and gals who are not going to head to college, they can learn carpentry, plumbing, whatever trade skills. Yeah, beauty so that, school, all of it. So right. that when they yeah. get out of the twelfth grade, Look, in theory, I like dude, it. Dude, they're in ready theory, to I go, like man. I'm it, digging that program. Uh, in theory, I like it. And they used to have. If, like, if, if the government's going to start throwing money at it, it's going to get screwed up and it's going to get corrupt. Well, yeah, yes. cynic. I am a but cynic. Our existing you high are right, schools though. are corrupt, right? So I'm just saying we need alternative corruption. Right, well, <laughs> right? I mean, if we're going if we're we to live with the corruption, it might as well be in that direction. Well, and, well and, yeah. And, I mean, Mike Rowe, right, as opposed Mike, to teaching some sort of critical yeah. race. If, if Mike yeah. Rowe was in here from Dirty Jobs yeah. or whatever that show's called, he would say, yes, we need be, right. this idea that everybody's entitled See, to college is sending huge amounts of people to college that don't belong, that don't want, really <laughs> don't want to be there and don't belong there and don't belong there. Right. But it's free, quote unquote. Right. Yeah. No, and so no, look, they go. I, I guess I just think this. But they're never going to graduate. If the market needs these people, they will come. They will come. Um, it'll happen. Yeah. And uh, you know what? They're not going to like. <clears throat> the elites aren't going to like because when they do come and when they do get these jobs, they're going to get richer than these elites, these, quote, smart mm. elites are. And the smart elites aren't going to like it. And this is what. Look, this is the this is Marxism. If you go back and read Italian Marxism, that's what happened there. Like the the workers never revolted, right? And the the elites didn't like that, so they had to create their own revolts. We we do have a constitutional obligation in Ohio. It's right in our constitution to educate children. Okay, so I I take that very seriously, right? It it's got to be it's got to be a it's got to be an education system that serves all the all the kids right and those who are drawn to college they can do their advanced placement courses and all that get ready for college those that want to go into the military you know god bless them get your high school diploma your ged maybe go on to college and qualify for a military appointment or recruitment uh if you are uh headed towards a trade i don't think that you just graduate students you know, with uh, a general education and then say, okay, now you don't know anything about carpentry. You don't know anything about plumbing. You don't know anything about automotive mechanics. Let the market educate you. That's to me, that's not serving the kids. Yeah, And I think most high schools do not have a system in play that once you're in that freshman or sophomore year to kind of guide you, guide you yes. and kind of explore. Right. I don't know. And again, I don't think well, the government needs to I'm really saying, support Steve, that. I'm with you. But, that's all I'm saying. I'm not. A, will it be crooked? Will it be screwed up? Of course it will. Of course it will. Based on based on what you're saying here, I'm going to modify my position. And I'm just going to say this. I don't trust 
the program that DeWine is rolling out to do what it says it's going to do. Well, this is $300 million in additional funding for voc, voc ed. All right. I so just, that, I just, all. I just want to know where the we already have what, 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 and what is it going to do? Well, I understand we already have yeah. voc ed. Look, my right. son wants to do it. He wants to go to mm-hmm. vocational Bingo. school. Bingo. Great. Right. The second two years. So of this is great for him, right? right. Bring in better uh, sure. educators, bring in new equipment. Right. Fair enough. He doesn't want to learn on an antiquated diesel right. engine. Look, I, I, he I'm, needs the correct in new theory, engine. I am in favor correct. of all this. In yeah. practice, I am skeptical. I am skeptical yeah. of those well, kind of dollars good. going that's, into yeah, right. the government program. So I change be. my. I change. Look, I'm with you. I would love you. you to be on the school board overseeing that VOAD. I would love to see it because I'm going right. to say, where's the money going and how are we going to spend it? And right. who, who has got control? Your of the skepticism card? is perfect. Yes, I'm with you there, hundred percent. So. In fact, let's just run it here at Ohio. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Common Sense Ohio right yeah. here. Yeah. I'll bring up something funny. There's a couple of things. I got some Norm's nuggets here if if we're winding down. Um, I, I'm watching this Mark Wahlberg thing because it's winter. It was 14 or whatever last night, right? Not feeling, you know, like going out and mowing the lawn. So, um, you know, or raking up leaves or whatever outside. So... Watching this uh, three-season uh, uh, thing called Shooter, mm-hmm. and it's not that good. I mean, it's just I mean, there was okay. a movie with Mark Wahlberg, the shooter. No, no, made, no. Well, no, this, no, no. Then they made the, the yes, series of right. Yes, Mark yes. Wahlberg's a producer, so he yeah. doesn't star in this. But but there was a funny little moment where they showed a scene in Columbus, Ohio. So one of the one of the um, Marines uh, that that star in the show. Uh, when she uh, leaves because she's scared and goes stays with her brother. Her brother lives in Columbus, Ohio, and they show a street scene. And dudes, Mark, come on, man, you're producer. You got a you got a Chevrolet car dealership here. He didn't put it in the background, or he did. No. It oh was, my! I was just. It is say. not Columbus. They used the street uh, scene. Stupid. Yeah, so stupid. Oh it, my god! I mean, they tried to make this building look like the Huntington Building in the background. It's not the Huntington Building. Uh, that's too bad. So I, yeah, Jesse Owens, by the way. And then the, and then another crime came along, right in the same segment. At one point, the FBI person there, the 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 good guy FBI uh, uh, agent, she says. Well, uh, the Cleveland office is uh, waiting for us. You know, it's just a 45-minute drive <laughs> from Columbus to Cleveland. Oh, wow. And I'm thinking, in what? In SR-71? They were going to make the, the super train. They've got the, hyperloop, they've got the Hyperloop set yeah, up in this movie. The super train. Or the show. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, Mr. Wahlberg, I'm available. Something about, what you, something about you, what you were saying, that little nugget made me, and I said it out loud, but I'll say it again. Jesse Owens. It made me think Jesse Owens in Columbus, because I was thinking Streets of Columbus, and yeah. Jesse Owens is over there on the west side near Wahlberg Chevrolet. So, anyway, uh, Wahlberg does have a Chevrolet dealership here. I've never been there. Yeah. I he know. does. Uh, he's got. I, you know, he was on the, the tail show. on the tailgate of every vehicle, right? A truck, car, whatever, trunk lid. Mark Wahlberg, and yep. you just know people are are loving that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, and, like, and you get the other sticker that says Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's on the Mark other side the of the bunch. bunch or yeah, yeah. Marky Wahlberg. I mean, at one time, Fred and <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> at one time, Fred and Lynn Reichert, right? They they were the signature, right. you know, like no, dealer. Marky Mark. I, I think it's Wahlberg. Bunch. 
Yeah. So, Mark, I was going to go buy a $90,000 Chevy pickup truck at your dealership this week, but hey, man. But that's where you get the vehicle to drive 45 minutes to Cleveland. That's that you missed the complete connection. With a Jado rocket bottle attached to it. So, you know what has been what you sort of conspicuously out of the news is the householder trial. It's like I'm not seeing much about that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did a quick check here. It's like it's because. there's COVID. Really, there, there's no still no 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 it's going oh. on it's just like there's no I, i'm not reading any bombshell evidence yeah. so far it's like oh the the there was an email going around within first energy that uh had a draft or a draft version of the bill that they were going to try to um lobby yeah i'm like all right yeah, would, you, would you expect anything different right it, better do, it happens all the time it better it better get better it better than get that. better yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's gonna it, it this thing will end up turning on like a capone tax law thing where there was there were probably some uh reporting uh mandates that were violated i would guess oh yeah i'm and, sure but right it, but it's not going to be the the high level corruption that they want it to be right. yeah i'm sure no right. i'm sure you're right yeah. uh uh another nugget um our new new senator, newly minted Senator Vance, um, has um, introduced his first bill. I'm a little crestfallen, I have to say. It is a bill to track, I assume, with VIN numbers, vehicle identification numbers like that, that are matched to your car, which they now stamp on a lot of things that are stolen. Um, he has uh, introduced a bill. It's bipartisan, of course, because it's not controversial. But it's his first bill is catalytic converter tracking, because there there is stolen all the time. Yeah, I, I'm just like you know, really. Look, JD, I love you, man. I, because I, I, that's I, what we need. We, J- need. we need more regulations yeah. on auto parts. Well, who, well, inter- I mean, who put that into his head? I mean, who put that into his head that he needed I don't to do know. this? Troy Balderson. I, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not saying he couldn't come up on his own, but it's so ridiculous. It's, to oh, what it's his, like this Law and Order thing. I'm sure he's got. His, it's not, it's, guys. It's, I so geez. I I don't think the idea is ridiculous. It's so low ball. It's so low hanging. Well, fruit. think about it though. So now they got to stamp a VIN on all the catalytic converters. Think what that does to well, the catalytic converter makers. They're doing that. They got to tool up, and they got to go through all this crap. They're doing that though, Steve. Too because people are stealing catalytic converters. Well, but like they're putting VIN numbers on like probably 200 different components on cars already on the computers yeah, I get on it. the engines on yeah. the tran- you know so it. this is just it's like this could just be a rule didn't he corvette, could probably write corvette. didn't didn't old corvettes have that like if you buy old corvette parts you, like most of those were like unique to cars isn't that true are you asking because there might be uh, t- top secret documents stored in those corvettes <laughs> no I, I wasn't that was actually a serious question oh okay. my recollection okay. is like the corvette guys like yeah. all that stuff is stamped like all the corvette classic parts always had like well they uh, were a lot of them had date codes yeah which is analogous so, but no gm and ford and chrysler for a long time not until probably the mid-60s did an engine or a major component have a VIN number on it? Yeah, I know my Pontiac just had a, on the block. On the th- block, yeah. exactly. And then on the heads, mm-hmm. it just had like a W whatever. Exactly. Yeah, but see, if you're restoring your GTO or an old Corvette, the windshield glass, for example, would have a, a manufacturing date. And if you go to Bloomington Gold, which is a big Corvette meet where they judge Corvettes, 
boy, that glass, your seat belts, every little, you know, nicky nacky thing on it better bear the traces of the manufacturing date. Yeah, I just remember something about yeah. vets and the restoration yeah. is a real pain in the ass because of that. It stuff. is a real pain in the ass. And you can imagine if you have, let's say, let's say you have a hundred thousand dollar Corvette and a guy throws a rock up and, and cracks your windshield. You can imagine the challenge of you trying to get a properly date coded antique windshield brand new in the box. Good luck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's um Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a challenge if if you're going to have an old car. But the point is for for this build back to it. It's like now some company who makes catalytic converters has to retool on some level. Or what will happen probably on the trying to coordinate coordinate like they can't just build them. They have to build them for a specific car. Well, what? Uh, it, well, and as you know, they use just in time inventory, but they're already doing that for like a couple hundred other components. So I or guess the, the it puts them builder, out of business. So they don't make catalytic converters, and we have to go all EV. It's just, it's just well, that's right. <laughs> and I know JD is not thinking that, but it's like, but it could be a domino effect. Going, well, we can't retool so this. So now you're thinking like I think. I but, like that. But guys, <laughs> I, I, see now you see the, that we're going EV. The, yeah. the reason I'm crestfallen is, you know, as you know, I contributed to JD's campaign. We interviewed right. him here. We talked about his top priorities. I know what they are by heart. This is not one of them. This is not. That's any, why I ask, yes. where is this Look, coming he's gotta, from? He's got to warm up a little bit. Well, I yeah, and I get that. And they, and, and writing a bill. naturally, <laughs> Mitch McConnell has screwed JD on his committee assignments. So JD has been assigned to like uh, the aging committee. The, you know, he's been assigned to, you know, like their nickel dime committees. It's, and it's clear that's because JD was not Mitch McConnell's candidate. But you know what? If he's on the aging committee, he could actually do some good stuff. Take what? Make reverse aging? No, 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 no. Oh. Take the lemon and make lemonade out of it. Who's 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 the base that could be voting him in all the time? Well, but older people. But he is the junior member I of know, a party I mean. that's out of office in the Senate. That, yeah, it, it, I know. I'm I'm yeah, just so. trying to make you know put sunshine where <laughs> where it's sunshine ain't really shining. So let, yeah. Let me, let me throw a nugget at you now. So Marco Marino, 45, age 45, Columbus, former narcotics officer, was sentenced mm-hmm. yesterday. I think it was yesterday, maybe a couple of days ago. Uh, but this is the proverbial cop hand in the cookie jar. He got caught dealing dope. This was a huge scandal. Would you say his name again and say it like the Godfather would say it? You know, like you've got marbles in your mouth, Marco. Marino. <laughs> My capo. Hey, this is a man. This is a man that we needed. Marco. Marco. We Marco. needed him. We needed him and we've lost him. Oh my God. And, and to the Italian club here in Columbus, I want the Columbus statue back in the park. Right? It needs it, it needs it. So this is not a slur. It has nothing to do with Marco. This is humor. So lighten up. Yeah. All right. Well, we, I also imitate Irish people and, you know, all kinds of people, Greeks. I, yeah. I can do a bunch of them. We're having a little fun here. Yeah. This is there's, relax. There's no uh, right. xenophobia going on. No, here. I'm still coming down for the Whatever spaghetti the dinner at the Italian fest. So relax. Yeah, and I still, I don't drink beer on St. Patty's Day <laughs> anymore, but I used to. Um, anyway, he got nine years, which is a huge nut. I mean, that's a, that's a big, that's a big yeah. number. Um, and you don't want to be a cop in prison, do you? I would think not. Yeah. Oh, that's probably not. a bad look. Yeah. There's probably, he'll yeah. probably get some protection. Um, he'll have some isolate, which, which sucks. I mean, I've represented yeah. folks, I've represented law enforcement officers who had to go to prison 
and you know they're in uh, they're in protective custody, so to speak, where they're not in general population, but they're miserable because they have no that yeah. like you don't have interaction with others. Your your privileges are restricted. It's yeah. like being in the hole yeah. or in lockdown. So it's well, uh, maybe a hook up with the Aryan Brotherhood or the Hell's Angels or something, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I maybe so, you know, maybe so. But, if he's um, if, if Marco's white, I don't know if he, whatever white means. I don't even know what that means anymore. I think he, he well, I, but if I understand pri- prison culture, uh, it is to your benefit to identify with some kind of a gang within the prison pretty quickly. I would think so. Yeah. I, again, I know nothing about prison culture, and hopefully, I'll never have to learn. <laughs> Me neither. Um, Me neither. A little bit of local news here. Uh, There was a suicide yesterday, I believe, at Pickerington uh, Public Schools where a uh, step-parent, they didn't identify whether it's a man or woman. I would think it's a man because the step-parent used a gun to commit suicide right there at the school uh, following some sort of a meeting about some sort of abuse or incident or something that happened off campus. But it appears that counselors or school administrators brought in the parents of the child. And I'm going to guess, uh, subject to you know revision, that he then following that meeting popped himself with a gun and uh, so circum- he's like accused of sex offense or something. Uh, or that has not come out. That is a leap I'm not willing to go to because there's nothing on the record, so far as I know, about that. Hmm. It's being investigated. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, that'll be one to, to kind of take a look. Very unusual situation, right? You know, who would think of killing themselves at a school? So now the school is closed today. You know, obviously they have counselors. I I don't know. I imagine they're going to open back up uh, on Monday. So yeah, I don't know about closing the school. Yeah, I know it's a little weird, right? It was like, I mean, was it in the hallways where they got like a hazmat? Uh, Again, don't know where specifically, but at the school is where he probably he committed. You'd guess, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. Wow. I mean, I don't know too many women that. I, I don't think it's a woman thing. Well, I think the stats on no. women are there are just as many women, maybe more really? women try to commit suicide. But not that way. But they are not Typically. successful. Yeah. There are more men who actually are successful than women committing suicide because men are more likely to use guns. Yeah. I, I, I was just going to say yeah. the outside versus internalizing a pill or yeah. pills. Or, right. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So uh, pretty mm. grim. Mm. Uh, that's what I got, guys. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, with that, we'll wrap it up. A couple announcements going forward. I, I do like the idea of getting a uh, famous Ohioan list mm-hmm. on the website. So yeah, something I thought year, about. Uh, yeah, something I, I agree. Something that, that's been kind of bouncing around. Famous Ohioans or, or Thomas maybe, Edison. We didn't maybe, even go back and far. Thomas sure. Edison. Oh, I didn't know he's from Ohio. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Up, yeah. Uh, Menlo oh, Park. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, maybe. Great Ohioans. How about that? Well, great, great and dubious. I like the dubious. Look, do you want want to do? Yeah, Thomas okay. from Ohio. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. It's cool yeah. to know, <laughs> right? Okay. It's cool to like. We're talking about stuff that right. people might like to talk about. And then the we can store. do uh, uh, adopted Ohioans, like uh, you mentioned, Jesse Owens. Now he's from Michigan, but uh, you know, hey, we we have a state park name. The largest state park in Ohio is named after Jesse Owens, mm-hmm. and he sure as hell represented Ohio State at the Olympics in front of Hitler. Yeah. So you yeah. know he's an Ohioan as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, me too. Sure. Sure. So uh, we'll adopt him now. George Custer, born in Michigan, but uh, he lived in Ohio for a while. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So I mean, before he died, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to live before you die. That, that, I, I would go See, along that's with that. common sense. Ulysses S. Grant from yeah. Ohio. Uh, gosh, a Sherman. Well, I mean, the presidential list uh, yeah, is impressive. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, still kick, we still kick butt on that. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do something with that. If you yeah. want to check out the show or past episodes of the show, that was it's an easy. O- that was an Ohioan that uh, stormed through Atlanta. Yeah, right? yeah, he did. That was Sherman, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. My buddy moved to Atlanta and named his dog Sherman, <laughs> <laughs> which, which is classic. Uh, at any rate, uh, if you want to check out this show, past episodes of the show, subscribe or make it easy to uh, just get in touch with us. You just go to commonsenseohioshow.com. If you want to become a sponsor, there's a link there where you can just forward us a an email. Um, we are signing them up. We are looking... Uh, uh, for different formats, bringing even guests in. If you want to be uh, your business showcased here, we can take care of that too. Uh, all you got to do is go to commonsenseohioshow.com. If you want to just pr- just support us, we're happy to talk about being a Patreon. We can uh, uh, get you some info on that also. Uh, so for now, we are signing off. This is Common Sense Ohio right from the middle, coming at you every single week.